Welcome to Live to Grind. My name is Brennan C. Adams, serial entrepreneur, inventor, TV creator, and speaker, passionate about helping others create something great and become unforgettable. Join me each week to discuss practical ways to help you increase your income and impact as an influencer in your industry. My goal is to help you take your business and lifestyle to the next level. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Live to Grind podcast show. I'm Brennan T. Adams, and on today's show, we have Derek Stratton. Derek is actually somebody I met two years ago at the Young Entrepreneur Convention. He came to the first ever Young Entrepreneur Convention, and he came again this year. And Derek is actually one of our featured interviews for season one of Ambitious Adventures. After hearing his story and talking with him, I had to bring on the podcast show. Derek has a great story. In this podcast show, you're going to learn what he's been able to take away from being in the Air Force and serving a tour in Iraq and basically how he's applied what he's learned in the Air Force and how he applies it to his work today, paying attention to detail, but also in his company. So he has founded and co-founded six construction demolition companies, which have been doing millions of dollars in sales. He shares how you can do that, even says if he was talking to a 20-year-old, he could literally in a, a short period of time, get that 20-year-old to create a business that could generate $50,000 and even quadruple that in a short period of time from what he's done. He's been able to scale his business, and he shares how he's been able to do that, how to scale a business, the importance of employees in your team and how you can look at it in a way to actually generate revenue. And it's not an expense. It's a way to scale your business. And, and also, he shares about how he's in the process of creating something to duplicate this across the country and help others with building up their construction companies. I had a lot of fun on this show. You're going to get a lot out of this. You're going to learn how to scale a business, learn how to scale a construction business. You're going to learn from what he's learned from the Air Force. It'll be so much fun. You're going to, you're going to love this show. But before we jump into it, I want to remind you to check out our site at livetogrind.com. At livetogrind.com, we have all kinds of courses for you. We have opportunities for you to be able to work with me and opportunities to work with us to help you brand your business. We've been getting into the branding. I mean, we have become a, a big media company and, and now we, we have private or customized packages where we can brand you as an influencer and basically build your whole online appearance and, and awareness. And if you're interested in that, please check out our website, live to grind.com or just send me an email, Brandon at Brandon T Adams.com. So let's jump right into it with Derek Stratton. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Live to Grind podcast show. I'm Brennan C. Adams, and on today's show, we have Derek Stratton, who is from my neck of the woods. You know, he's in the Des Moines area. And, you know, Derek and I met the first time actually was at the first ever Young Entrepreneur Convention. He came to the second one. And actually, I haven't announced this yet, but Derek is going to be featured, one of the featured interviews in season one of Ambitious Adventures. He has a great story, and I'm excited to share it. Derek, how's it going, buddy? Doing great. Thank you very much for having me. Man, I love always talking to fellow Iowans. Um, and just it's cool to see like what you've done with your business and where you're going with it now and just to hear your story. So I first want to share with the audience, just kind of share your background, what it was like growing up and, and how you grew up in a, a business 
and what he was like as an entrepreneur and kind of the journey of where it went to being in the military, being in the Air Force, and then going to where you're at today. Absolutely. I, uh, you know, as you said, I grew up in uh, DeSoto, Iowa, just uh, outside of Des Moines. I uh, grew up in a construction family. Uh, my family's done construction for generations. Uh, graduated high school, knew without a doubt I was going to the military, went right into the Air Force, uh, served two years active duty, and then went Air National Guard for the next six. Uh, did one tour over in Iraq. Uh, right after I got out of active duty, I started a construction company, kind of fell into it, to be honest with you. One thing led to another, and before I knew it, I was a quote-unquote business owner, <laughs> uh, just kind of by accident. Man, and it's been a long path, you know. Uh, I've been doing this now for over 10 years, and I've learned a lot of lessons. I've learned every single one of them the hard way. Uh, you know, there wasn't a lot of advice out there to really go get. And every time I asked for advice, you know, people weren't real willing to give it. You know, or they'd say, oh, you know, just work hard. Well, yeah. that's, that's kind of generic advice. Yeah. So so let's step out before we go into the con- the construction business. What can you share? And I always like hearing this because I've had past guests who have been in the military and Air Force. What are some key lessons you took away from spending so much time serving our country? Oh, man, it taught me so much, you know, and it it really uh, shaped me into who I am today. You know, uh, attention to detail, service before self, integrity first, you know, just all of the branches of the military really built on that, you know, but those are, you know, some of the core values of the Air Force. And, you know, it's the only company I've ever worked for. And, you know, so the only company I've ever had a real boss in and he taught me so much, you know, and we're still we we keep in contact today. So let me so let me get an example. And I so give me some specific details for paying attention to detail, because there's so many people that don't pay attention to detail. It's it blows my mind. So what are some certain things that are planted in your mind now that have been disciplined where when you're traveling or you're just doing everyday things that just become so natural for you? Man, I mean, uh. You know, in the military, I was a mechanic. I started off as a vehicle mechanic, and then I transitioned over to F-16s. And, you know, the whole purpose of the Air Force is to support the mission of flying, you know, billion-dollar jets. So as a vehicle mechanic, you know, I mean, you've got to know where everything's at. You know, every tool, every nut, every bolt. I mean, when I say attention to detail, I mean literally attention to detail. Uh, You know, you, you can't leave a wrench sitting in your vehicle. And then it drives out on the flight line, gets sucked up by a jet and trashes, you know, a $20 million motor. You know, then it was even it was even more intense when I became an F-16 crew chief, you know, because, I mean, everything has to be double and triple checked and, you know, forms. I mean, it's it's form after form after form, you know, dotting your I's, crossing your T's, you know, and, and check in, you know, kind of having to predict the future. You know, you've got a life flying around in an aircraft that you're in control of. So. You have to be confident in your work and you have to know, you know, hey, this part needs replaced in 20 hours, you know, so you got to make sure you have that part on hand. And, you know, just every every aspect of being an entrepreneur is really required in being a crew chief on a jet that people are flying around in. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, I think more people need to take that in consideration because if you made a mistake, it can be somebody's life and you had it would, to, be. It would be somebody's life. So you really have to double check. You need to be serious and be on point. And people should take that like you do in your business. People should take that 
that knowledge and experience to their business and, and whether it's getting a coach or a mentor or uh, any kind of mastermind program or anything and realize like, hey, I need to take every aspect of this really seriously. And where I really had this pounded into me is when John Lee Dumas hired me for the podcast, so Entrepreneur on Fire, and he served, he was in the military and he, uh, or the army, and he did uh, two tours, I believe, and he was on point and he was very direct. And he, he was willing to learn. And when we did a campaign for him the first time, I made a mistake once. And he let me know it. He actually let me know in front of everyone in our group and our team. And I will never forget that. But the point, and it was never said from him, but the point that I understood from the, the situation was this. You know what? I didn't take things as seriously as I should have. And in his mind, he's probably thinking, you know what? If you were in the army, that could have been somebody's life. And after that experience, I never, I always look at things like I have to treat this as a life and death. And I, I even say to my team and I say, you know what? Every deal should be as if it's a million dollar deal because we don't know what could happen. And if you don't treat it that way, then you're not going to get the results you want. So how have you taken that and how, what are some ways you've applied it now in your business? So exactly that. So my current business, I own a demolition company. You know, we've got 15 guys. We do millions of dollars worth of work a year, you know? Every deal really is, you know, a million dollar deal. You know, I mean, you're working inside these big buildings that cost tens of millions of dollars. We're taking out walls, you know, some structural, not some non-structural. You know, you have to know what you're doing. You know, your whole team has to know what you're doing. And uh, that's where, you know, communication comes into play and, and planning out and, and having a system in place. And, uh, you know, all key things that I've learned from the military, you know, and I want to backtrack a minute. You're talking about a mentor, you know, as an entrepreneur, having a mentor or a coaching program, the military has like four stages of that, you know, and it's, it's great. You know, when you get to your first duty station and you have your first real job, I mean, you do on the job training, you know, and you've got someone standing there holding your hand, you know, making sure you're doing everything right because it's life or death. Yeah. It's, it's, it's cool to look at that way because the military is no different than a business. I mean, it is a business. It is. Yeah. It just is very serious. And if, if people learn to take their actual business really seriously, they'll get serious results. Just like you've got in, in your business. What is the name of your business you want to share with the audience? Yeah, it's called SNH Demolition. So SNH Demolition, if anybody's in the Des Moines area, obviously this has got to talk <laughs> to you. I mean, just a, a true entrepreneur that's really built his company up. So for you, let's go into the business. So talk about what it was like to build up the foundation because one of the things you're in the process of is doing is building a masterminding program for other construction wannabe construction owners or business owners. So what is it like if somebody wanted to just get started, what would they do? How did you do it? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm actually going to put together a course that teaches people how to do it exactly like I did it without all the hard lessons though. I'm going to try to make those lessons a lot easier. So I started uh, literally by myself, just me going out there and I was doing, you know, anywhere from two to $5,000 jobs, you know, and, and I slowly built my way up and, and got some money in the bank, got some cash flow going, you know, cash is king, you know, and then hired my first employee and then hired another one. And I mean, it was a very slow process and uh, a lot of hard blood, sweat and tears. But, you know, slowly we got to the point, you know, to where, you know, I remember when we did our first $20,000 project. I thought, wow, you know, we made it. This is huge. Yeah. You know? And then we did a hundred thousand dollar project. I'm like, I never thought we'd be here, you know? And then we do a million dollar project and I'm like, damn, we really did make yeah. it, you know? 
And, uh, you know, it's been a very exciting journey. And like I said, there were a lot of hard lessons learned. And what I want to do is I want to take this information that I've learned and really streamline it, you know, and, and provide it to people at different stages, you know, starting off from the ground, ground zero, you know, a solo entrepreneur going out there, starting to build a business, lay the foundation and build on that. So looking back on what you've done, what if you were going to give three steps to be able to go from just starting to get to where you are now, what advice Ooh, do you three. have? Yeah, three steps, or if it's, it's five steps, be very precise on it. What do they need to do to scale how you've done it? Because your $100,000 deal, million-dollar deal, like how do people want to know how do I get to that point? And I know we'll talk about your team being a key component to that, but how you've been able to scale that. Let's, let's pretend that you're starting with nothing. Yeah. Let's say you're 20 years old like I was, and you're starting with nothing. So be patient. That'd be your first step. You know, start, start and be patient. You know, we're going to make that your first step. Work, do the jobs, do them well and save your money. You know, be patient, get some money in the bank. I think a lot of people rush in and they want to grow too fast and they're not patient. You know, before you know it, they've got, you know, overhead of $10,000 a month and, you know, they're just not generating enough income. Take it slow. Be patient, especially if you're 20. You've got years and years that you trust me, you'll get tired of working. I'm only 31 and I'm sick of it. (laughs) Lots of hours. I'm not actually sick, but you know, so one, you know, be patient, uh, do good work. Uh, the second thing would be to hire help. You know, people say you can't buy time. That's a lie. You can buy time. You can buy 2000 hours a year with every single full-time employee you hire. So the second step would be to start hiring employees. People are scared, you know, of, of growing when they start getting employees. You know, they're worried about workman's comp and unemployment. It's easy. It's a few forms. Most of it can be automated. Uh, so the second step, you know, would be to scale, you know, start hiring employees. The third step would be an accountant. You need, to know where, you need to know where that money's going. When I started, I thought I could do it myself. You know, I thought, ah, I'll watch a few YouTube videos on QuickBooks and I'll be good. No, it's complicated. Yeah. Uh, hire an accountant, let them do it. I like that. So that's the process. And I like the scaling. And you're right. I mean, I'm in the process of doing this as well. And employee, the whole point for employee is, is to help you scale and, and and to make the company money because if they're not making the company money, then they're no longer an asset. And if you bring the right team on and you actually share the wealth with them and show them they can grow and you grow together, you all are working in perfect harmony towards a common goal to build this massive company. And they have to believe in the culture. You know, they got to feel like they're a part of something. So one thing I know that you're very good at doing your team building. So how has your team building been different than anything else out there? I'm going to accredit all of it to the military and my entire team will tell you this. I run my company like the military, you know, we're one team, we're one mission, you know, we've all got each other's back. Uh, it's not, well, this is my job and this is your job and you do your job and I'll do my job, man. We, we all have the same job and it's to get the job done, get it done quickly, you know, make money, get bonuses. So really, you know, I think I just, I built my team by having their back. Yeah. You know, and they have my back and I've taught them to have each other's back, you know, as their leader. You know, I lead by example. Yeah. I, and you know, this is something that I know people lack. And I, I know a lot of corporate companies that do this wrong. And this is why they will end up failing. And it's because they don't have each other's back and they're cutthroat and it's not a team atmosphere anymore. It's really, they treat you as a number. And the second somebody gets treated as a number, it's no longer, heck, it's not even fun anymore. And it's yeah. not, so 
treat people like family. And I, I always say people on our team, like we treat them like family, we do anything for them and support them if they have something going wrong. And at one time, somebody in the team in the past had, he was a family member die. And we literally, within 24 hours, we created like a, a campaign to raise money for them. And it's always supporting them. So for you, just cool to see how you built a team because your team is everything. You, as an individual, as a human being, you know that you only have so many hours in the day and you know that you have to sleep because I used to try with doing less sleep and then it catches up with you. So you got to work smart and you need to be able to use a team. Like you said, for each employee, that's 2,000 hours. So more employees, that gives you more hours to be able to expand your business. But build the right team, right? I mean, you got Absolutely. the wrong team, it's over. One of the key things about a team is I used to think that I needed to improve my weaknesses. And by all means, I do. You know, everyone should work on their weaknesses. But the problem is, is I tried to do my weaknesses job. Yeah. You know, like being the accountant. No, that's not my strength. You know, hire someone to do your weaknesses. Let them do those and you focus on your strengths. And that's something I tell my team all the time, you know, is, look, if this is your strength, you do it and let someone else do what your your, your weakest point is. Yeah. So I want to let's talk about you had an instance in the past, I don't know, six months where you had a lot of money that was actually like stolen from you. Can you share that experience, what happened and how your team came together to overcome that? So we did this job last year for a company. It was a big job. It was out of town. It was prevailing wages, which means, you know, we had to pay a higher rate. And uh, we got like 85% of the way through the project. And we found out that there was financing problems. Come to find out there was there was some fraud involved. And we did this job, we were owed $308,000. Oh, my. And this the owner of the building uh, ended up declaring bankruptcy, which meant that I got nothing. The general contractor didn't get anything. You know, we were all secondary lien holders to the lending agency. You know, we were given the option to buy the building, but we didn't want a building that was all tore apart. So, uh, yeah, we were out 308 grand. You know, that was all money we'd already spent, you know, on labor, tools, equipment, dump fees, hotel costs, travel costs, fuel. And it hit us pretty good. You know, as soon as I found out about it, I called my team into our office and we all sat down in a circle. I said, guys, we got two options here. Uh, we were just, we were just taken for $308,000. You know, that was a good chunk of our, of our cash reserves. I said, moving forward, we can downsize and go into, you know, quote unquote power saving mode and uh, just hope for the best and try to make it and survive this. Or we can buckle down, hit it hard and just push forward and, you know, not act like nothing happened, but from, from an outside appearance, I'll, I'll backtrack in a minute, but from an outside appearance, it looked like nothing happened. Yeah. Um, I set my team down. I said, look, we can either downsize or we can just push forward full speed ahead. And every one of them looked at me and said, almost, almost simultaneously, they said, Derek, we got your back. You know, whatever it takes, we're here for you. You know, we're in this for the long haul. This is, this is our company. You know, we're here. So, uh, that next day, it might have been two days later. It was, it was two days later. Cause man, I had to, I had to take some time to process that. Yeah, I bet. Uh, it was a big deal to me. It still is a big deal to me. A couple of days later, we went out and, and got a whole bunch of new, new company shirts and apparel and, and, uh, bought a couple of new trucks and hired two more guys and, you know, just took the, not the gamble, because here's the thing about gambling is you can't control the outcome. Uh, with this, with these actions and with my guys, I knew the outcome. I knew we were going to succeed because we had an excellent team in place, uh, hard work ethics, you know, the systems, everything that we trained. And uh, here we are pushing forward. 
I'd say that we're one of the best demolition companies in the state of Iowa, uh, if not the Midwest. 75% of our business is repeat business. A lot of our work is private. I mean, so. You took a failure, a disadvantage, a, a negative situation and turned it into a positive to catapult you forward even further. And the lesson to be learned there, and I love this because especially when you said it wasn't a gamble because you guys could control the outcome. You decide to control the outcome and use that to make you stronger. And I mean, business, we're going to get hits. We're going to have obstacles. And the ones that make it on top are the ones that know that they have to get through it. Life is going to throw shit at you left and right. Yes, and sir. The people that overcome that and realize like that is a test to become better and to get stronger are the ones that, that end up making it. And it's just cool to see what you've done with that and your company. And it's uh, the transition. So now let's talk briefly about I know you want to help other people do this because what you've done is amazing and you want to duplicate this across the nation. So let's talk about how you're going to start your own program, Mastermind, to be able to help other people duplicate your process. Absolutely. So one day I was just sitting around thinking about, you know, when, when we got the $308,000, you know, stolen from us, I was just thinking about getting to where I'm at today and the long and difficult road that it was. And I started thinking, you know, there's no help out there. You know, you go to a general contractor. I, I only work in the commercial industry, yeah. you know, so all of our work is for the general contractors. You know, you ask them for advice and and the old school, the old guard, they don't want to give it. You know, they don't want to create more competition out there They or they like who they use. Yeah. So, you know, it's a, it's a long, difficult process. I had to figure everything out on my own. There's no real resources out there. And then uh, not only that, but the construction industry is a one point seven trillion dollar industry. There's something like seven hundred and fifty thousand construction companies out there. I mean, that's insane. I mean, this is a big industry for there being no help out there. Yeah. You know, and then and then there's a huge decline in skilled labor out there. You know, I mean, every day we're looking for good help and it's hard to find. Every company's in the same predicament, you know, and everyone's pushing. Go to college, go to college, go to college. Look, I can take an 18 year old. And I can have them making 50 grand tomorrow. You know, uh, I can yeah. I can give them a few steps and, and have them out there have so much work. He wouldn't know what to do with it, you yeah. know, and, and that, you know, starting them off at ground zero. You know, you need to go out there. and need to earn it, you know, and, and from there, you know, teach them how to how to hire employees and do things right. And I mean, I can I can guarantee that in four years I can have any 18 year old making four times as much as their you know, 22 year old college counterparts that they graduated high school with. And I wish those resources were available to me, you know, so as we've grown and as I've suffered some of these setbacks, you know, I really just want to give back, help people and share your knowledge. Yeah, absolutely. I like it. I like it. That's powerful, man. I mean, what you're doing is, is what I'm doing in my own industry and sharing that knowledge with my younger self. And it's cool to see what you've done. And anybody listening, like if you want to get in this industry, Derek's got to talk to him. Like I've seen what he's done and where he's going to things and it's powerful. And again, I always say you need mentors. You need somebody that's already achieved what you want to achieve. And if you're starting out or even been in the business, Derek's somebody you want to contact for this. Or Derek, where can people find you, by the way? I'm on Facebook, Instagram. I'm all over social media. Uh, they can email me at, I, I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily want to give my email out on a, on a podcast. What do you think? Uh -huh. You give your email, you know, I give it out. I give it out every podcast show. There we go. If they really so want to find you, they'll find you. It's just uh, Derek Stratton at gmail.com. Uh, pretty simple. Yeah. And anybody listening, if you're interested in learning more about what he teaches and if you want to do this yourself, send him an email and say, Hey, 
I have interest in this. Can you help me? Can you can you share with me your advice? And he's the guy to talk to for this. And I want to end on this, Derek. What is your best advice for any entrepreneur out there to have success? It doesn't matter what industry it is. What's your best advice for them? Man, just keep moving forward. Keep taking steps forward. You know, uh, I hear at, at YEC, you know, at the Young Entrepreneurs Convention you just had, I must have heard like 20 people there. Obviously, they're entrepreneurs. They were there, right? Yeah. I heard like 20 people say, man, I'm just not ready to move forward. I'm not ready to launch. I'm not ready to take the next step. Bullshit. Take the step. Do it. Move forward. Figure it out as you go. You know, you, I, I don't remember who said it, but it's uh, someone doesn't offer you a ticket on a rocket ship and you say, well, where are you going? You just hop on and you find out where you're going later. You know, just do it. Just do it. I I love that. That That is like what I say all the time. Just do it. Derek, thank you, man, uh, for coming on the show. It's uh, highly suggest anybody listening. You're going to be seeing more Derek. He's going to be featured in season one of Ambitious Adventures. And you're going to be seeing his work. You're going to be seeing a lot more of him doing video and everything else. So be sure to message him. And you can check out the notes at livetogrind.com forward slash podcast. Derek, thank you, man. Uh, thank you for coming on the show. And uh, for all you listen, you know what time it is. It is time to go out there, create something great, and become unforgettable because life is too short not to. I'm Bernie C. Adams. Have a great day, everyone. Hope you enjoyed today's show with Derek. Dude, he has a great story, and I just love how he looks at life. You know, he's a, a great father and, and husband, and actually, he was he actually just took them on a trip when we were talking. He was in Vegas. And he knows the life balance and he knows the, the power of building a team that's like family. And you need to treat your team like family. You need to have them a part of the vision. And when you do that, you will go far. And he's shown that clearly how he's been able to do that. So please, I highly suggest go over to livetogrind.com slash podcast and check out the notes on this show. And you can learn more about Derek and everything he's doing on and how to contact him. So that's it for the show. I hope you enjoyed this show. And as always, be sure to follow me on Snapchat, btadams18. Follow me on social media, on Facebook, Brandon T. Adams. We're always creating videos. Herb and I, actually, Herb just came on full-time, and we're, we're filming videos all the time. We're creating awesome, funny videos. We're creating videos for marketing campaigns, and we're just creating videos to create videos. So if you have any ideas for videos that we could create and you have suggestions for us, let me know. Snap me, btadams18. Or if you want to follow more of everything that we're doing, again, just follow on social media. We're always creating content. And you should be too because you need to put yourself out there in front of your customers. You need to be aware. And over time, you're going to see the snowball effect. And video is the most powerful thing that we have right now. So that's all I got for you. Until next time, you know what time it is. It is time to go out there, create something great, and become unforgettable because life is too short not to. I'm Brendan C. Adams. Have a great day, everyone.